0: Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to a workshop that I am hosting the first week of June. This workshop is going to focus entirely on digital marketing. And the goal of this workshop is to help you bust through the confusion and overwhelm so that you can conquer digital marketing and grow your flower business. I am going to share with you in this workshop my step by step framework for leveraging digital marketing as a florist, and you will walk away with a personalized blueprint, clear action plan so that you know exactly where to focus your time, effort, and energy. And we're going to dive into understanding the most efficient and effective advertising platforms for you to market your business, how to leverage social media. And exactly where to prioritize your spending so that you can get your business in front of your dream customers. This workshop is being hosted online. Yes, if you can't join me live, there will be a video replay so that you can play catch up in your own time. I will leave the link to sign up to this workshop in the show notes so that you can grab your spot today and then you get to join me on zoom and we get to workshop your digital marketing plan and you get to make the most of the rest of 2024. So I would love to see you there and I am so incredibly excited to host this workshop, share my process with you and make sure that you are crystal clear on exactly what to do to get found by those dream customers. So visit the link in the show notes, grab your spot today, and I will see you at the workshop. You're listening to the Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you've got this. Have you ever had that experience where you're either talking to a potential customer in person, or you're talking to a client on the phone, or you get an email back from a potential bride or groom, and you're having this conversation and it feels like they are just oozing doubt uncertainty hesitation they're like skeptical and they're asking a lot of questions that really make you wonder if they either understand what you do or they're just trying to find like the cheapest lowest budget option possible and here's the thing that experience is going to happen in our business Every single day. Here's the thing about being a flower business owner. Is that most humans who wander this planet have no idea what goes into floral design. They cannot tell the difference between a rose and a carnation. And they think peonies are available 52 weeks of the year. In many cases, they believe that their job is to just show you a picture and then you can just make it for whatever budget they say. But here's the thing in order to be able to make money in your business, in order to be able to create the kind of work that you want to create, you get to practice the skill of becoming really good at sales. And literally, nobody talks about sales. (laughs) It's in the floral design industry. Nobody talks about sales and the skill that is required to get really good at sales. But if we think about it, like, in the world of us navigating our life in so many other different industries, right? There are literally, there's a category of humans who sell houses. That is their entire job. Their entire skill set involves selling. Same thing goes with like car salesmen, that's their entire job. Like there are businesses who have full on departments where they teach the skills of sales. And there is so much science and psychology. And practicing sales requires a lot of discomfort and learning new things, but this is how you make money and this is how you start to be able to do the work you really want to do. I was even thinking, like, in today's world of, like, network marketers and multi-level marketing, like, that's not a new industry. Like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, Tupperware and Avon, Tupperware in particular, has been around for a long time, (laughs) (laughs) Right? Door-to-door salesmen. The number of humans through the 50s and 60s who made money by selling insurance, like door-to-door. Learning sales is one of the most invaluable skills that you get to practice in your business. And it has a direct correlation of how much money you get to make. And it's so fascinating because I love the world of sales. I never really knew much about it until we ran our own business, right? But so much of where our doubt comes from in terms of our pricing actually stems from the fact that we haven't yet learned the skill about selling. And one of the very first things that you learn in formal sales training is to sell yourself on the value of the thing that you're selling. So in actual fact, when you are practicing sales and you're building your sales skills, you could get to the point where you could sell a piece of garbage to a human being. You could sell a pen. You could sell a cute little notebook. You could sell a $10,000 archway. You could sell a beautiful bouquet of roses. When you get to the point where you learn how to sell and you learn the psychology, you learn the scripts and you learn some of the key principles that I teach you inside of the Flower Boss Bootcamp, all of a sudden you realize, well, wait a minute, like this isn't at all what I thought it was. And I think this is where you can really separate the successful business owners from the struggling florists because it's easy to believe that in our industry that it's a competition of design skills. Right? She who is the best designer wins. In actual fact, she who is the best at sales wins. Right? Because actually learning how to sell in your ideas, sell in the work that you want to create takes practice. Particularly for those of you who are like me and would kind of classify yourself as somebody who has like low self-esteem, if you're lacking confidence, it's simply that you haven't practiced, you haven't felt the discomfort of actually feeling confident like learning the skill of confidence i truly believe it is a skill right it's like riding a bicycle no one was born nobody came out of the womb with all of the confidence and charisma people might be more introverted they might be more extroverted but confidence is something completely different and it's so important right confidence is what sells you might have heard that before but This idea that if you don't feel confident in the value of what you're offering your customers, of course, they're going to say no. Of course, they're going to be skeptical. Of course, they're going to be filled with doubt because they're actually just reflecting your energy, right? And the more I dig into understanding the psychology of sales, the more people I hear talk about the fact that it's just an exchange of energy. That if you walk into a shop and the reason that somebody feels like a good salesperson is because they have the right energy. So if you're thinking about how to come at your wedding consultations with more authority and more confidence, if you want to learn how to show up with more confidence in any sales conversation on the phone, if you want to learn how to have the right energy in your email correspondence with your clients, it all comes down to your energy, which all comes down to your thinking. And learning how to reframe your approach to sales, learning how to shift your own thinking about the sales process, even learning to really sell yourself on the value of learning sales is so powerful. Like this is literally what's going to land you more work. And this is how you start to land the clients who are allowing you and buying into the dream of you being able to create the work that you want to create, right? I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, You know, like nobody shows up on Instagram with a beautiful picture of an installation. It's like, guys, I'm so good at sales. (laughs) No, like florists show up with these pictures of these beautiful installations and this beautiful wedding work. And it's like another beautiful, perfect day for Timmy and Tammy. (laughs) When in actual fact, it's like, no way, guys, like I'm really good at sales. I'm really good at product management. I'm really good at managing my client's expectations. And I'm a really good designer right? Like, that's what I wish these captains would say. Because the idea of getting back to basics and really selling ourselves on the value of our own work is where the confidence comes from. The reason that the customers will tell us that it's too expensive, the reason that you might feel like you're constantly inundated with people saying, no, I don't want to pay that much, is at the root of it, a reflection of our own doubt. So for me, the penny dropped when I sat down one day and I really, actually, I went through this exact process. I sold myself on the value of a single stem of an oriental lily. Literally, this is where I started. Because when we had the shop and we would have those customers come in and say, I just want three lilies or I just want a couple of roses and they just want it wrapped in a couple of sheets of brown, right? And I was like, oh, I just felt so guilty about charging the same markup for something that felt so simple for us. And so this is where I actually started shifting and really understanding sales and the concept of selling yourself on the value of what you offer the world. Because at the end of the day, it starts with you. Because our customers have no idea how this whole thing works, because they have no idea what their money will get them, if we, as the head of sales in our own business, don't 100% buy into the value of what we're offering them, we're never going to get to the yes. So wherever you feel that kind of lack of confidence, whatever if it's a large-scale installation, if it's The prices of a specific stem or ingredient, or if it's a specific design that you really want to offer your customers, just pick one thing. And for me, I did this work around selling lilies because the process in my mind was actually incredibly straightforward. So my brain was like, I just don't know if it warrants the same markup. Like this just seems too simple. But here's what I learned. It's because I was completely overlooking the value of what we're offering our customers. So if you sell like homewares and gift items, maybe just pick something really small, something where you feel a little bit of doubt in terms of applying the same markup. If you sell plants, maybe it's a really small succulent. If you do daily deliveries, maybe it's your standard kind of hundred dollar bouquet. Something where you're like, eh, I just feel a little bit of doubt. Just that like little nagging, like, I don't know. Like, I know Kathleen says I should just follow the same markup, but like, this, is meh, meh. I don't know. <laughs> so If you have a shop and you've set your shop up so people can come in and just buy a couple of stems, this work is so powerful. But this work is also, because this is where I also did this, this work is so powerful if you do weddings and events. Because maybe you want to be able to do the $10,000 installation or the $400 table arrangements or the $20,000 ceremony setup. Like maybe that's your goal, but you're like, I just don't know if I believe in it. Whatever kind of comes to mind for you This works. And it's so interesting because if we take the concept of one stem from an oriental lily bunch, and I know, like based on the math, that I need to sell it to this lovely gentleman for $18 a stem, then I want to get myself to the point where I believe and I sell myself so hard on the value of what I'm offering him that I actually get to the point of wanting to tell them it's $180. Like, I want you to sell yourself so hard on what you offer the world that you think it should be priced 10 times more than even what the industry standard approaches. Like, really sell yourself on this work. And this skill set is something that we get to practice every single day. And it's so frustrating because in our industry, right, like nobody talks about some of these like very basic, fundamental flower business skills. But for those of you guys that come from a retail background or a sales background, please tell your brain that you are a distinct advantage. If you have any sales training whatsoever, you have such an incredible advantage in our business because the extreme secrecy that happens in our industry is actually your strategic advantage because while everybody else is totally focused on the pretty flowers and all of the social media veneer completely like overshadows the skills required to get really good at selling your work, right? Like we don't see people showing up on the gram, (laughs) right? Nobody shows up on the gram being like, guys, look at my $400 bouquet that we just delivered to this human. I'm so good at sales. That's not a narrative that we hear much of. So then our primitive brain kind of comes back to, wow, she's so lucky or she must just be a better designer. When in actual fact, it's like, no, that business is really good at sales and it's just a skill to develop. So if you're a floral designer or a farmer florist who feels like you kind of have a lack of confidence and you have that sense of doubt that rises to the surface anytime or every time you're presented with a client who kind of looks at us with that skepticism and they're like, wow, that's expensive. Like that literally happens to us every day in our business. Every day we are going to be confronted with new customers who have so little expertise and experience in ordering flowers that you are actually going to hear, oh, wow, that's more than I thought. Oh, wow, that's expensive. Oh, we went with somebody else who had better value. Like you're always going to hear that. And like, literally I remember in our shop because we were in the center of a very, You know, they used to refer to it as the gateway to heaven, our little town, (laughs) because the population of the old ladies was very high. And here's the thing, like in the Southern Highlands in Australia, everybody's really into gardening and they all have these beautifully landscaped yards, beautiful roses and hydrangeas and dahlias and all of the beautiful flowers. And then they see the prices in a commercial florist and they're like, (gasps) oh! that's atrocious. And that would literally happen almost every day. (laughs) Like the old ladies would walk down the hallway and be like, just whispering to each other. And you could just hear them, right? And for the first little while, it just really confirmed my own self-doubt and my own hesitation. Until I did this work, my friends, like this is where I really changed the game in terms of my own thinking. So grab a pen and a piece of paper, And I will recommend that you actually do this with like your hands, with your digits, as opposed to typing on a computer. But, you know, you do you. So what are all of the steps that you need to take to make that one design, that one product, that one offering, that one gift item, whatever it is that you're selling, whatever it is that you're selling, what is every single step that you or your team need to go through? Even if you're doing this on what is your lowest priced succulent, to get it into your shop, to get it onto display, or to get it onto your website, to make it just look picture perfect, what needs to happen? Or maybe it's that like epic, beautiful ceremony feature that you want to pitch your next client on, write down for yourself every single step that needs to happen. I do love doing this work on what seems like super simple solutions particularly those of you guys who have already adopted the selling wedding flowers online program, this, (laughs) this work is so powerful because you're going to be convinced that your clients aren't buying from you because it's too expensive. Right. And then we end up in that cycle of like discounting and self-sabotaging. So anything that you want to build some confidence around selling, this is the process that I go through. And the scenario I remember there's two, and they both actually involved lilies, which is kind of weird. So makes sense as to why I did this work on lilies. Clearly, lilies are very popular in the Southern Highlands. <laughs> but I asked myself one day, what does it take for that well-put-together gentleman to come in and be able to buy one lily stem? Like, what was everything that Kathleen and her entire team had to do in order for that gentleman to be able to walk in off the street and buy one lily stem? right? And if I'm going to be selling those lily stems for $15, $18, $20, right, depending on what the wholesale price is, like, okay, I am going to sell myself on the value of that one lily stem. And here's the list, my friends. So I'm going to place the order with the wholesaler ahead of time. I'm either going to go in and pick it up or it's going to be courier to me. Then I'm going to unpack and process everything. Then I need to go through the process of actually setting up the shop and putting it on display so that the customer knows that there's a lilies available. That requires an investment in water, a faucet, a sink, some sort of container. And for him to be able to actually walk into the shop, I need to have an open sign, an actual shop door, somewhere for him to park. I also know for me, I need to invest in my relationship with the wholesalers so that I get the good stuff because the quality of our product is really important to me. It's really important to what we want to offer to this community, which means that I need to invest months and possibly years of showing them the love, buying them gifts at Christmas, saying thank you, paying my invoices on time. Oh, and then I also need to have a shop space. So that means I need to have signed a commercial lease, which I know nothing about until you have to sign a commercial lease. Also means In our instance, you have to put your house on the line as a personal guarantee because you're the director of the business, and that is all just so that he can come into the shop to buy the lily, and possibly he's never been to our shop before, so I need to make sure that I have my Google My Business listing so that he can find me, possibly the phone number is linked there, and also, oh yeah, so I need to have a phone, need to have the script ready for the staff to be able to answer the phone, I need to have bloody great customer service, cute wrapping, and nice ribbon, I don't know about you, (laughs) But when we go through this process, I'm like, wow. And we're only selling that one stem for like $18. Like, seriously, that is everything that I can think of in terms of prepping and preparing and having access to one lily stem. This is why we get to charge a premium, my friends, because the value of what we offer our clients, like even just giving him the option of only buying one stem, right? It's so powerful to go through this work and you can literally do this on anything and I love doing it on super simple things and I love doing it on things where you feel like oh, that price just kind of scares me but this is where we get to really separate out the emotion from the equation this is why I'm so like compelled to be like guys the pricing is never the problem the math is so simple (laughs) Like your seven-year-old can do the math in our industry. We've been handed this gift when it comes to pricing. Where the doubt rises to the surface is simply because we haven't learned the skill of getting good at sales, which does take practice, right? And if you are an introvert like me and you're like, I don't really like being with people. (laughs) Sometimes you got to give yourself a little bit of a peck chalk, right? You got to really sell yourself on the idea that your customers need help. But this work, this is where you really start to change the game because think of a situation where maybe, maybe it was a restaurant that you walked into and they had an amazing maitre d. Maybe it was a beautiful clothing store or buying a car, buying a house. Like we've all had those memorable interactions with really great salespeople. And remember, they weren't born that way. There is a real estate agent who I'm pretty sure is making gobs of money right now with the increased real estate market activity but i think he is like rolling in the dollars if you are selling a house in the eastern suburbs of sydney he is your go-to guy (laughs) If you're buying a house in the eastern suburbs of sydney Watch out because you're probably going to end up paying more. But it's because he is so good at sales. He is so charismatic, so personable, so matter of fact, totally lives up to the reputation, like dresses so nicely, drives a beautiful car and just like, he makes you feel so comfortable. And I know for a fact, real estate agents, car salesmen, network marketing people, they sit down and they look at whatever it is that they're selling, right? They could sell a total beater of a car. They could sell a total rundown house. They're going to find the benefits of whatever it is that they're selling, sell themselves on it first, and then get to work sharing it with the world. And this exercise of writing down with pen and paper all of the steps that you need to go through in order to be able to offer up one lily stem to your clients makes having the pricing conversation with your customers so much easier because you've sold yourself on the value of what you're offering. Your clients are going to match your energy, and they're going to say yes to whatever is the best solution for them. When we tell ourselves that we're just filled with doubt, that pricing is hard, that we constantly feel like we're bombarded with low-priced clients, the problem is never the pricing, never the Ever the pricing. The problem is either we've missed the mark and don't understand branding, so we're attracting the wrong kinds of customers, or if you're not feeling like you're closing enough of your inquiries or you're closing enough of your phone conversations or people aren't ordering enough from you when they walk into the shop, come back to your energy. Come back to your own thinking and ask yourself Do I truly believe in the value of what I'm offering? And sell yourself so hard that you get to the point where you're like, this price should be 10 times more expensive, right? This work changes the game. You will make so much money if all you do is sit down and sell yourself on the value of what you're offering. If you don't feel like you've got the confidence to say to a potential client on the phone that your average order, that great size bouquet might be $200, right? If that thought just fills you with doubt, grab a pen and a piece of paper write down $200 bouquet, and then literally detail out for yourself, step by step, whatever time you have to wake up in the morning to go to the wholesaler, placing the order, pulling it together, how much expertise and know-how to even know what ingredients to pull, what colors work well together, how to process the product, how to make it look amazing. Every single step of the process. When you sell yourself on the value of your work, you show up in a totally different way and your customers respond in a totally different way i want you to get so good at sales that you're like i could sell this sparkly pen to anyone (laughs) i could sell this one stem of hydrangea this one lily this one red rose i could sell it to anybody that's how good i want you to get at sales and it takes practice right we get to stumble. We get to muddle our words. We get to be like, oh, well, next time I think I should say it like this, or next time I kind of let the doubt creep in this time, I'm going to sell myself again. I'm going to go out and show the world what's possible. This skill of selling yourself on the value of what you're offering will serve you so well through your entire business career. And heck, if you're not even a floral designer, if you're not even a farmer florist, or you know somebody who runs their own business, teach them this concept. It works. So, well, like if you are a baker or a cake maker, a stylist, interior designer, like literally you could sell anything, sit down and sell yourself on every single thing that needs to go in to making your work valuable. The list is long, my friends. Like, I don't even think one page will cover it. But if you do this, right, anytime you kind of feel doubt over a certain price point, it's going to help you really show your brain the value of what you're offering the world. Because there are so many steps in the process that particularly with more experience, for those of you guys who have been designers for like decades, you know this. <laughs> you're like, well, no, but that's easy. Yes, just because it's easy for you doesn't mean it's not of value to your customer. Just because we all know that we can make a boutonniere in like 14 seconds out of the scraps of the stuff that have fallen on the floor doesn't mean that it's not of tremendous value to your customer, right? It's so helpful to do this because it completely reframes your perspective. And when you reframe your perspective, you come at your actions with a totally different feeling and that always creates a different result. So if you feel hesitant, if you're not sold on the value of your own work, that's okay. It's simply because you haven't learned this concept. This is all about really getting out of your own way, right? When it comes to learning sales and learning sales is a skill. Learning how to show up with confidence is something that we get to practice every single day. has nothing to do with being an introvert or being an extrovert. Learning to show up with confidence in your consultations, learning to show up with confidence in your discussions and customer touch points on the phone and in your shop does take practice. But you commit yourself to this and you do it every time you feel that little bit of hesitation and sell yourself on the value of whatever it is that you want to offer, It will change the game for you. You will also notice that when you hear an innocent bystander, one of the old ladies walk by the shop and they're like, my God, it's so expensive. You can respond and tell yourself that it's the bargain of the century. If you can get yourself to the point of selling the value on your work where it feels like you're selling a Mercedes for $10, (laughs) you have struck gold, my friends. So grab a pen and a piece of paper and do this work, right? If you look at any of your pricing and your brain says, ooh, that seems expensive, pick up that product, that design, that offering, do this work and sell yourself on the value of what you're offering. Write down for yourself every single thing that needs to happen in order for you. To put that design out into the world. The list is long, my friends, and that is precisely why we get to charge what we charge, because this is magic, and it takes energy to make magic happen. So go out there, sell yourself on the value of what you're offering the world, and my friends, you're going to blow your own dang mind with what you create. Have a beautiful week, my friends. It's so fun to hang out with you. Be safe. Be safe on the road. Be safe in all of your flowering, Don't get mad at the customers. (laughs) It's okay. They are doing their best, my friends. Okay, go out there and create some magic. Make some money, and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now.